Hello everyone and welcome to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and we do it a different series every week, a different episode. My name is Randy, I am your host on this journey into the world of 80s cartoons and of course I'm not alone, I am joined once again by my friend and my good co-host Phil. Man, how you doing today buddy? I am doing okay. My balls hurt, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be all right. <laughs> oh man, we are already starting with with the legal issues here, my friend. Testicles. The legendary journey. <laughs> and before we get into our episode today, of course, got to go through the standard procedure. We've got to go through here, and I've got to let you know that. Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com to keep up on all this late, great geeky content and just great geeky media we're putting out and showcasing for you. Uh, of course, you can follow us on social media, facebook.com slash geekworldorder. And you can also look up Totally Car- Radical Cartoon Podcast on its own Facebook page. So drop a like on both of those for us. And of course, oh, Twitter yeah. and Instagram at Geek World Order. And of course, we are available on all of the major podcast outlet providers, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. If there's a major podcast provider, we're on it. So however you want to subscribe to us, please do. Please subscribe. Of course, get the episodes as soon as they're dropped every Thursday. And we are good to go there. All of the above, baby. Do it. Oh, man, and today, my friends, come along, you belong. Feel the fizz of Cuckoo Cola. It's the cola for making you proud. Take another sip and be one of the crowd. Feel the fizz of Cuckoo Cola. That's right, folks. We are going back to the world of Chippendales Rescue Rangers, and we are looking at probably the one of the best episodes, and I honestly think this is it's my favorite episode of the series. We're taking a look at the case of the Cola Cult. Dude, this episode is iconic. Like that that jingle, that was stuck in my head for the longest time from childhood until now. Like I was literally telling myself a few days ago, I was like, what is this from? What is this from? And I watched the episode and it blew my mind. I'm like, holy shit. How do uh, I like how do I remember that from so long ago? Feel the fizz of Cuckoo Cola. (laughs) Seriously. Dude, it's a Disney magic, man. Oh my god. Find something that works. There's a formula in that thing. There really is, man. And just Disney songs in general are so good. Yeah, they really are. Like they're really crafted for whatever the the situation and the circumstances. Like when you look at Disney animated films, like all of their music, like Beauty and the Beast, for example, is a great example. All of the music in there, they write it very specifically so that the songs work both in English and the native language of the story being told. Oh, dude. Yes. Which in the case of Beauty and the Beast is when it's translated into French, all of the songs are still perfect on, you know, on cue and everything. They know what they're doing. They have a formula. It's it's great. It is, man. 
really, as we get into this episode and really that song's placement in the show will really highlight that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we start out with the rescue rangers and they are barreling through traffic in the ranger mobile quite the... recklessly i might add yeah good god this is basically the initial safety test of the vehicle and the vehicle um it fails miserably its safety inspection it's like so um how are we gonna stop this thing because um the brakes kind of fell off a few blocks back. Yep, and she noticed that. She kept going. She's like, all right, we're going to swerve here. We're going to lean to the right. And we're just going to crash. Basically. Thanks, Trinity of uh, Rescue Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So, yeah, um, our team survives this ordeal. and But they're not happy. Uh, Chip and, and Dale are both kind of a chastising gadget over it. They're basically being dicks while blew arguing gadget. With, with each other. Yeah. And blew at one gadget. point, they're like, someone says, ah, it's Cuckoo. Because apparently they are at the, the Cuckoo Cola bottling facility and where they store their empty bottles. And... From here, it just starts getting strange, man. Oh, yeah. It, it went from zero to 100 real quick. Because we got, like, ninja rats. We got, like, ninja mice coming out. Bro, we they got... have, like, shuriken bottle caps flying <laughs> like crazy. Yes, and, bruh, what is up with, like, bondage ninja rat? Oh, my God. <laughs> This dude straight up looks like he's into some kind yeah. of freaky bondage. BDSM rat. Yeah. So yes, we are introduced to um, the cola cult leader, Pop Top, and his associate, Bubbles. This big ass rat. And Bubbles is With the, a frickin... the ninja BDSM yeah. rat. He's big as shit. Think Nappa from Dragon Ball Z in a yeah. tunic and yeah, a mask. So, and so they think the rescue rangers are snooping around, but they're really not. They just kind of got a little lost because, you know, uh, yeah, shit kind of broke. made that grand old launch pad McQuack landing. Oh, man. It was a glorious landing, though. It kind of was, though. <laughs> it really was. It's like, if your invention is just going to fail... You may as well go out in a blaze of glory. Well, that was pretty much her whole attitude at the time. Oh, man. So from here, we learn that where they learn of the existence of the Cola Cult. And it just so happens that it's time for their um cult ceremony. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And here we go. 80s cartoons people. Oh, Cola dude. Cult. A cult. Dude. I'm just gonna leave it right there. <laughs> so they pop the tape in the vi they pop the tape in the VCR, and they start playing. And here's where we get the just wonderful jingle for the Cuckoo Cola Bottling oh Company. 
Although I love the line in there where they're like, it's bottled in Pensacola. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I'm in my 30s and I, and I now just get it. Pensacola. Yep. Wow. How did I not understand that? Is this, you know, anytime before being in my mid 30s. Yeah. But you know, these mice are like bathing in the soda. Like their their togas are changing colors. But dude, like the imagery in the commercial is like insane though. Like these insanely happy like 50s versions of the future people are like riding around on a soda bottle that's like just fizzing and like jetting everywhere. (laughs) Right. It's insane. And at this point, we're also introduced to Myron, who is a member of the Cola Cult, and he'll have a a decent part in this episode. But yeah, they take the the shower, and all these mice are getting you know turned in different colors. It's a big old sing along, and dude, everyone seems pretty happy. Oh yeah, but um. Things get pretty interesting, to say the least. Yeah, we actually see in... Um, I missed the guy's name, but we see one of the richest mice in town, actually. And he's just putting all his belongings on a tray. He's just getting straight up getting rid of them. Yeah. Because he's apparently found more... You know, he's found happiness, and and his items are being sent off to be fizzed (laughs) fizzed dude the metaphors in this episode are ridiculous dude it's insane oh my god and everything just works so nicely and just really paints this insane picture which at this point this is what monty's thinking he's like these people are crazy (laughs) freaking monty oh my god Mm mm-hmm yeah, and they watch the fizzing. So basically, all this guy's, you know, possessions go basically in this soda can, and they shut a door, and away it goes. And when the the soda can comes out of the fizz bucket, it's empty. So basically, this is some powerful acidic soda. It's like the dip from Roger Rabbit. Right. It's supposed to be at least. <laughs> it's like it's like, yeah, you know those videos you watch where it's like, hey, here's all this stuff that like Coca-Cola can do and you're like removing battery acid and like things like that. Oh my god, yes. Like it's dissolving like, the steak and everything. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like an exaggerated version of that. So the re- the rescue rangers leave and um Pop Top goes have a fizzy day. And Dale. <laughs> right. Dale, frickin' Dale. He goes, soda long. Dale's a dick. Right. <laughs> Dude, he did, man. Like, he really said it in a very dickish way, too. But Dale's kind of always been like that. Not for nothing. But yeah. not in a bad way. 
But no, they're Chippendales arguing always causes a lot of problems. That is true. So, yeah. And they blame each other all the time. Like, no one takes accountability for anything. Nope. And, um, yeah, we'll see where they're arguing once again causes more problems. Um, so they leave, and the next we basically go to what I'm assuming is the next day here. And the rescue rangers are at their headquarters. Gadget's working on a on a device and uh the magna ray. And so she turns this thing on and um it works, but it doesn't work. It works too well actually. Yeah. And that'll be a thing later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, it gets good. And we also get a, another appearance from Myron. He shows up at the headquarters. Like, he's straight up, like, got a trench coat on. Like, he's got it pulled up. Like, oh, man, I hope nobody saw me. <laughs> right. Oh, and I do have to mention, uh, Myron is voiced in this episode by the legendary... Mr. Rob Paulson. Oh, snap. Yes. Like, you know, our... the funny part is I can kind of hear that. Yeah. Once you like, see that, like, you're like, I was like, wait a minute. Yep. It's Rob Paulson, man. The legend himself. Um. So, yeah, they. So basically, Myron leads them back to the bottling company. So apparently something is very suspicious. And the rescue rangers arrive in a new vehicle that Gadget has created called the Gyromobile. <laughs> and it's basically like this big old gyro ball with like suction cups outside of it. Oh, yeah. Like it is straight up meant to go places and do things like, dude, the concept of this vehicle is like amazing. Oh, dude, it's immaculate. It is, dude. Like the idea of it. Dude, definitely, man. Like, Gadget definitely thinks outside the box when she comes up with her Oh, she really does. Aside um, from being a hot mouse, she's very intelligent. Yeah, I was wondering when you were going to bring that up. Bruh. Like, she thick. <laughs> Dummy <alrighty>. thick. Alrighty. <laughs> Yes, folks, Phil is definitely wondering what's uh, under that overall, under those coveralls. So when that good old mouse pussy. <laughs> what are we going to do with you? Give me some gadget in my life. That's one thing. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. And, of course, um, she's like, oh, no, the, the gyro meal is like one of my greatest inventions. Nothing can go wrong here. Oh, what's that? Something goes wrong? Yep. Yeah, they totally crash. Yeah, so they they get out. Everything seems to be okay. But as they're walking away, we see a hand reach out. And, like, just starts unscrewing things on the gyromobile. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah. So yeah, no. And 
If you've watched the first part of this episode, you can clearly tell who's fucking with the gyromobile. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I'm like, how, how did I not realize this until I was like watching this episode in my 30s? Oh, it's, oh my God, it's so deadly obvious. I'm like, really? But we watched like, As I watched it, I'm like, really? So yeah, basically at this point, they get back in. The gyromobile falls apart. And so at this point, they're kind of hanging on by a thread here, literally. So Gadget is now having an existential crisis as to whether she's you know losing her touch or not. Oh, yeah. I felt so bad for her. I yeah, really like, did. As this thing's like falling apart, they're falling. Monterey's like, um, a zipper? What are you doing? Why are you holding on to this string with us? You can fly. He's like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so he's like, all right, cool. So he goes and grabs like a sheet because they are about to fall. They need something to land on that's not this pile of broken bottles beneath them. So yeah, so they drop. Zipper gets the sheet in place just in time. And we get this dramatic scene where Monterey's like, Zipper, old pal, are you okay? Squeak to me, buddy. <laughs> it's insane, dude. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we go back to the uh, Rescue Rangers headquarters. Zipper is recovering, being treated like a freaking king. Oh my god. Right. Dude, they are like, straight up like, spoiling the shit out of Zipper. And we just get Gadget in the background. She's like, grabbing her tools. She's like, um, so well, I guess this is goodbye. Like, bye. Hold on, wait, what? And while they're doing this, Chip and Dale are, of course, arguing. Yeah, pretty much. You know, surprise, surprise. Uh, and Monterey is in the kitchen cooking. <laughs> Which he is made good cheese at. soup. Take, oh, surprise, cheese soup. Wow, Monty. <laughs> right. Cheese. So yeah, once again, Myron appears, and he faints. He passes out. Oh, the cola cult. Oh. Yeah, this dude's got like the freaking assassins after him now. Think- oh, yeah, he does. The bottle cap wielding ninjas, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, our heroes are mostly arguing gadget with no self-confidence has walked out the door because they're trying to attend to myron but yeah gadget has now left the rescue rangers because she feels she has no place within the team yeah she straight up quit she did man that's like damn like she's got no confidence it's like monterey you know she's Trying to figure out, you know, what does everyone have on this team? What do I have? 
Zipper's got his speed. Monterey's got his strength. Chip's the leader. Dale is Dale. Basically, they they threw so much shade at him, dude. Dude, right? <laughs> well, Dale's Dale. Uh, well, so what do this... I have? Dale's Dale. Yeah. And she's like, well, I got nothing. My inventions don't work. I put everyone in danger. So I'm out of here. Pretty much. All right. So at that point, uh, of course, with our hero down in the dumps here, we go to commercial and we'll uh, take a break here ourselves. Be back in a bit. All right, and we are back from our commercial break, and uh, we go to the back alleyway. We're once again near the Cuckoo Cola bottling plant, and it's freaking raining. And of course it's got to be raining because we have to add that sad, dramatic element because we see Gadget is sitting in the rain and she's crying. She is. Cheer up, Thickums. This is going to be all right. Yeah, no, she is definitely down on herself at this point, and all of a sudden she hears some music playing, because the cola cult is marching through the rain and singing. Because obviously they're very happy for some reason. No, it's pretty much just what they do. All right, and then Pop Top just straight up like crashes everyone. He's like. Hey, didn't I meet you earlier? You're one of those people. And Gadget's is like, <laughs> no. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> and Gadget's just like, no, no, not anymore. That's my old. That is my old life. I don't. I don't belong there anymore. All of freaking six minutes ago. Right. He's like. Don't belong. Huh. You just have. You just need to meet the right group. Pretty much. Like, he's just straight up putting the the sales spin on it. <laughs> sales spin. <laughs> oh, she, he really did though. You know. So, Gadget ends up following the cult back to their lair. Ready to go through the ceremony again. And now the others have arrived and they're wearing togas. And Oh man. Mon Monterey of all people is the one that complains about the their fashion sense. 
Oh, well, he's got the Friar Tuck going on on his freaking hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you've got, you know, Chip looking like uh, Indiana Jones. Dale's got <laughs> right. the... Uh, he's got his Magnum P.I. going on. Yes. And Monty's the one to complain about the fashion. Alrighty. And, yeah, Gadget is just straight up sad. She's, like, putting her tools in the can. Did they go through the whole... Yeah, they pretty much go through the whole rigmarole of, like, basically having it fizzed, per se. And they, like, go through the whole ceremony. They, They start the song. She's just like... She's like, meh. You belong. (laughs) She had the whole meh going on. She's she's in straight up zombie depression mode. She did not give a shit. Yeah, she was basically just disconnected at that point. That is the level of depression where you just don't care. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't even have emotions. You just don't care. You know, she quickly... Realize that that wasn't her thing. And once again, Chip and Dale are arguing. Like, well, you well, you didn't try to stop her. And Dale straight up like, um, yeah, jackass, you didn't do a good job of that either. Basically. Not for nothing, but I love the shade that Dale throws at Chip. Dude. The Chip has, he has the superiority complex going on. Oh, no, Dale can throw out some good zingers. Like, Dale, yeah, Dale definitely is with the shits. He will definitely call Chip on his bullshit. You failed. Yeah, well, fuck you. (laughs) Basically. Basically how most of their arguments go. Oh, my God. I love Dale. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. So yeah, they realize their people are about to see them, so they actually run straight into the soda can. Oh man. And guess who slams the door shut? Dun dun dun. In the most idiotic act ever. Yep. We see that we see that purple wrist gauntlet hand. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. So they get pulled up. They get dropped into the big soda bucket. And Monty's just like, oh, come on, guys. It's only soda. <laughs> How much can you drink? Soda. How much can you drink? <laughs> and after like Maybe a minute, Monty's like, soda. oh, okay. Maybe this is more than I can actually drink. <laughs> And all of a sudden, they realize, oh, they're still alive. But they've been dumped into this big old vault where all the money and collected goods and things that people have given away in search in pursuit of happiness and joining the cola cult. The fizz is a fraud. Yes, yes, yes. And, of course, we go back to Gadget in her just zombie state. And, well, 
Bubbles just straight up grabs her and throws her in the vault too. Yeah, he's like, screw this. He just throws her in. To yeah. which she immediately finds her tools. It's like, oh, wait a minute. This is all a sham. So yeah, he <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> we we learned that Pop Top is just a a a, a puppet leader, basically. Yeah, he has and no bubbles idea. Is... He believes in everything. He believes the whole thing. He does. Bubbles or Pop Top actually, you know, believes in the the cult and you know the happiness and just wanting to find the right people in his life. But no, Bubbles straight up wants to profit from it. He he doesn't want to be this, you know, figurehead controlling from the back. He wants to be the leader. He wants to be the public face. And he straight up admits to sabotaging the gyromobile. That right there Uh sent my girl off on another level. Dude. We'll get to it. We're not quite there yet, but we'll get to it. But first, he's like, all right, well, time for me to start my master plan. But I can't have you people, I can't have y'all meddling around with it. So he sends out his ninjas. They attack. (laughs) And Gadget manages to escape, though. And he's just like, Coca Bottle Top Linquay. He's like, ah, let her go. She's useless now. Oh, boy. Oh, buddy. Gadget's escaped, but our heroes are in trouble. Oh, and, well, you know what that means, folks. It's commercial time. And <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. It's going to get good. Now it's time to shake the house with the C&D Music Factory. It's so hot, it's cool. So good, it's bad. Time for a really big show. Come on, move your feet to the funky beat of the hippest crew in town. The Rescue Rangers. Check local TV listings for time and channel. Thank you. All right, and we are back. And so our heroes are now in danger. They've been put into individual bottles, which, of course, they can't get out of. And they corked the one so that Zipper couldn't get out. (laughs) At least they were thorough. Yeah. So now we go back to the Rescue Ranger headquarters. Gadget has added arm has had it added armor to the gyromobile. This thing looks like a tank now. Oh yeah. It is it is armored. It is dangerous. And Gadget is like, "All right. A fix here, fix there, tweak that." Let's do this, bitches. Oh, dude, she went complete ape shit. Okay, <laughs> she yes, really we, did. We cut back to the bottling factory where Bubbles has now started the sing-along ceremony. And, well, the mice are rather confused. Kind of like, um, wait, where's Pop Top? What's going on? And Gadget arrives. Oh, buddy. 
And here's yeah. (laughs) Let's let's jump right into it. Proceeds to wreck shit the fuck up. So she arrives, and once again, the the mice are very like, "What's going on?" He's like, "No, no, no! Keep singing! Keep singing!" And they weren't having it. They're looking at him like, uh, no. So he <laughs> sends the ninjas out. Like, he's got ones with the bottle caps. Like, there's some using, like, straws as, like, bow staves. Bruh. Oh, dude. Gadget. Like, the next was... few minutes of, like, pissed off Gadget wrecking shit the fuck up is just amazing. Dude, and she throws nope. She throws the most shade when she comes back down. She's like, okay, who wants to find out whether or not this works? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. She's got like a magnet strap to her back. She's got like <laughs> yeah. suction cups on her feet. She's made like a crossbow out of like a pencil and some other stuff. Dude, she was not having any of it at all. No. She was fed up. When she found out that dude sabotaged her shit, oh, that was it. That was completely it. She went straight up, Adamantium Rage! (laughs) Right? (laughs) Berserker Barrage! Like, they throw their uh, bottle cap throwing stars. She, She just, like, magnets them away. Right? She was like, fuck out of here right now. And then, like, second barrage, she, like, fires them back at the ninjas. So she takes those ones out. The ones yeah, with, got... the, with the straws, yeah. she takes them out with the with the crossbow. She's got, the, like, the rage face the entire time. <laughs> like, she just wrecks complete shit. And this is why this is one of the best episodes ever. Not only for that catchy commercial... That I cannot forget, but Gadget was like, when she found out that dude wrecked her shit, (laughs) she basically went into, like, you know when Gizmo got pissed off on Gremlins? No. And, like, went Rambo mode? Have you seen Gremlins? No, I actually haven't. damn it. I am going to culturize you. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, Gizmo got so fed the fuck up, he went into Rambo mode. And fuck those other gremlins up. That's basically what Gadget did here. That was the shit that Gadget was on. Bruh. Like, when she got in the tank to take out, like, the first wave, yo, she put the goggles down. Bro, she did. And the funny part was, is, like, when they started coming after her, she shifted the tank into, like, climb mode. Uh Uh-huh. And just went, like, right off the wall. Like, it was epic as fuck. Dude. The gyromobile did exactly what it was supposed to at that point. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Dude, like, seriously, Gadget is fucking badass in this episode. She, like, oh my god, This dude. whole scene, no one, dude. No one could, like, no one could screw with her at all. Like, she was, like, she was on 100. Like, she, she really wrecked shit. And all this time, like, Bubbles is, like, trying to, you know, get the crowd into him. He's still singing. Monty's like, you know what? At this point, I'd rather just be fizz and listen to this stupid song anymore. <laughs> right? Good old Monty with his fucking his little punchlines. And like, fucking dude, bubbles, dude. 
and like one of the rounds of like the the bottle caps she like takes the magnet and like redirects them and like cuts through the bottles yeah like she slice through every single bottle clean slice like not like like the bottles didn't shatter it was like a clean yeah, no. slice you know like this was like targeted like everything about gadget was just in the zone the, pre- the precision was ridiculous right dude like, good god like, like gadget, up- this is what this is what you're this is what you're capable of good god it's like yeah no this is not a woman you want to piss off like i'm surprised everyone everyone wasn't like looking at themselves like oh fuck and there's <laughs> like, only a couple of moments in the series like a handful when the goggles come down yeah this is true and um yeah it gets pretty serious when the goggles come down yeah like, good no, god man and all you know and all the while she's like this guy's a fraud look like she exposes the vault oh yeah and everyone's like what oh it's our stuff holy crap like the the cult has been exposed for what it is right exactly and like dude the battle between her and bubbles holy fuck man bubbles his new man, his new name is purple purple diaper bitch <laughs> at this point <laughs> it's like good like jeez man bruh she launches that crossbow with like the plunger on it and she just like straight up zips line zip lines down and like boom Yo, she fucked him up. Like, there's some hand-to-hand combat something here, Something serious. Like, she, no, she straight up freaking drop-kicked his ass. Oh, yeah, no, and eventually, because uh, Bubbles, like, basically has a bottle opener he's using, like, as a scythe almost. Yeah, pretty much. And that gets stuck in one of the cans. Guess what happens after that? Yeah, he manages to pull pull it out, but it just goes because you know, like yeah, a soda well, can would. Normally, what happens when you pull out? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, gadget starts like opening cans. Like he's just getting shot at with soda. And Feel yeah, the fizz of cuckoo <laughs> fucking cola, bitch. Yeah, no. And- Bubbles is done at this point. <laughs> He's defeated. Make, make him, you live up to the name. Him and the ninjas are tied up. They're done. They're defeated. You know, Gadget was with the shits in this episode. For uh, like oh no, she before that, wrecked everything. Oh yeah, and actually, slightly before they get, he's tied up. He actually gets end up being flung into the. Like the big fizz bucket. Oh yeah, I forgot He's about like, that. Help! Help! I can't swim. This big bitch can't swim. Right. Yo, not for nothing. Why do you sound like Pete from fucking um? <laughs> you remember Pete, right? Well, I don't know what you're talking about, Goofy. He sounded like Pete. He reminded me of Pete. You know what? I think it's the same voice actor. 
That's I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, dude, that sounds so much like Pete. It might be, especially when it was screaming like, "Oh, world, world!" Look, I was like, "That's Pete." It could entirely be. <laughs> I swear, dude, Disney and these like Pete type villains. I love it though. Oh, dude, man. So yeah, they so they have to fish him out of the bucket. So he's tied up. He's done. But yeah, so basically at this point, it's pretty much the end of the Cola Cult. And they end the episode with one of those cheesy lines. It's like, you know, you don't need the Cola Cult as long as you know where you belong. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that's just... Yeah, you always have to end it off with that innuendo. It's like, well... Just be happy with yourself. Yep. Ah, oh, man, but dude, this episode was just so cool, man. It really you was, know. and that's the. And again, I'll say it again. That's freaking catchy jingle. Mm-hmm. Like I remember that until this day, and I ended up forgetting what what it was from. But I would always remember that jingle. Yeah, and it's. And, Kind of and an I watched this episode. Picture. I'm like, oh shit! And just like, kind of the psychology they used in the cola cult, and you know, with the the jingle and the ceremony, and kind of the you know the promise right? of a better life. Thank you, dude. Like that. Oh my god! Like this is one of those mind blowing episodes to where when you watch it as an adult, you're like, well, fuck. Oh yeah, dude, the details were just phenomenal. It's like cola cults and like this whole like fraudulent like religion thing going on and all this like I don't want to get too like preachy, but shit, man. Oh no, You're dude, like, like damn. Especially like in the eighties, man, when the paranoia was kind of at a high. Right. Exactly. No, they really tapped into it. Yeah, they drove that shit home. They really did. And kind of the stuff that Bubbles did in sabotaging the gyromobile and kind of causing Gadget to lose confidence. Like, right. It was like pure manipulation at absolutely. its finest. Which just really just made the culmination of the episode so much better. It really did. And, dude, not for nothing, but, like, poor, like, Pop Top, man. Like, he... He was really, he was like, he was all in. He was sold. Like, he was the one guy that absolutely believed it. And his and right hand man was just trying to take it out from under him. Yeah, he was a shit stain. Like, he sucked. Oh, you yeah, know, like, I mean, that was basically his whole purpose in the episode was to be <laughs> right. you know, the shitty bad guy. But good God, dude, like, that shit resonated. That. To this day, that resonates. It's just like, wow, dude. You know, I just kind of wish they hadn't been so obvious. Yeah. With showing uh, Bubbles messing with the gyro. Like, if they'd shown just a hand and not shown the purple wristband. The suspense would have been way better. Yes. But, like, but again, with the, with the 80s cartoons, they kind of just drive it right home. It was like, oh, this uh, is what happened. He did it. But... Luckily, in this case, the episode was so well written that it still helped. Like, it still built up to that great crescendo. And 
you know, coming into the just the badass fight scene at the end. And oh my god, Gadget! This is why Gadget is one of the hottest '80s cartoons, like female characters of all time, dude. Who Honestly, can wreck shit like Gadget did in this episode? Gadget is kind of oh a sleeper. Oh my god, dude. Like, when you think of, like, badass 80s characters, Gadget's kind of on the sleeper list. Yeah, like, she's very underrated. Especially that line. It was like, she, that was so much shade that she threw at Bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, who wants to see see if this whether this works or not or whatever the fuck she said. Yeah, I know it's like like that was a that that was a that was a shot, dude. It's like, all right, y'all are going down, but um, I I might this whole place might blow up, but you know what? Let's do this, right? Because she was led to believe that her gadgets were complete crap, right? And she's like, okay, who wants to see if this doesn't work? She was like, at that point, she was like, fuck you. Let's she go. didn't care at that point. <laughs> no, she she was getting not. revenge no matter who she oh took down God. with her. And she wrecked shit. And that was glorious. It was. Oh, my goodness. Like, Damn, Gadget. Remind me never to piss you off. Oh, I think one of them like even made a mention of that. Maybe it was Monty. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it was Monty. And he's like, oh, nope, nope. That's not nope, a woman Ms. you want to miss. Mr. Off. Wisecracks. Well, he's like, well, welcome back, love. Thanks, Monty. <laughs> I'm sure in his mind, he's like, fuck this. <laughs> like, seriously. He's like, and, I'm, and I'm sure at that point, Chip and Dale both had just raging boners at that point. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's Probably still even one of those, Zipper, too. It's still one of those insane mysteries. It's just, how is Gadget so aloof that she has no idea that those two want to bang her so hard? Oh, yeah. Like, it is painfully obvious. And, like, I am definitely not one <laughs> to understand subtlety at points, but this is painfully oh, obvious even to me. Those chipmunks want to stuff their cheeks full of gadgets goodies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, man. What are we going to do with you? Turn me into a chipmunk so I can hit that. That's that's step number one. <sighs> oh, no. All right. And my co-host is now talking about becoming a furry. Eh, vagina's vagina, man. <laughs> Especially some of that good old gadget vagina. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. Inner species, good old mousetrap. Uh, Inner species relationships. Um, well, that's not something they teach you at college. Nah, mostly eighties cartoons. Yeah, good old anthropomorphic <laughs> animals. Anthropomorphic, just oof. That will become a thing well into pretty much this decade. Oh man, I mean, the eighties really set off the the anthropomorphic like team thing. It's like, 
especially Ninja Turtles, man. And like, how oh my many, God, like, right? How many like Ninja Turtle Oof. ripoffs were there? So many. It's like, all right, um, let's pick an animal. Let's throw a couple of uh descriptive words in there, and uh, all right, we we got a show. Street sharks. Oh man, street <laughs> sharks. Oh, Jostle. that was. Yes, just that was like one of the most '90s ones oh, out there. My God. <laughs> oh, biker mice from Mars. Ooh, biker mice from. I actually used to love that show. <laughs> that one was pretty good. Uh, it, you, it was kind of nice. No, uh, the one I liked was SWAT Cats. Oh my dude, SWAT Cats was my shit. Oh my god. Hanna Barbera, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, that was one of their highlights. Dude, SWAT Cats was so good. Dude. It was just a duo. You it was basically like... SWAT Cats was it was like Raphael and Donatello had their own show. Right? That's basically what it was. Wait. And I think the skinny cat, I I think that was Donatello's voice. I was literally just about to say that. I'm like, wait, now that I've got, because like that one's voice, I'm like, wait a minute. It was dead on the same, I swear to you. Oh, I bet it was the same actor. (laughs) The bigger cat sounded familiar too, man. He did, Uh, but I couldn't pinpoint his voice to anybody, but... Oh, dude, I wonder if it's Charlie Adler. You might be right. Because I'm like, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, there are some qualities of his low-light voice in there. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Google. Where is the IMDb for this pay? <laughs> SWAT cats, the Rat School Squadron. So. God, I love that show so much, dude. That was a good show. Okay, yes, it was Charlie Adler. Well, there we go. There is complete voice cast. Razor Barry Gordon. Hmm. Maybe it was Donna. No. Er... What is this thing doing? No, go back. No, Barry Gordon, known for Donatello, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Spot freaking on, dude. So, yes. Oh, man. Because I remember as a kid, I would hear that voice. I'm like, that is awfully familiar. Dude, that's one of those things. Like, when you go back and start looking at these shows and just their voice cast, you're like, wait a minute. You're using the same damn voice. I know who you are. You can't fool me. Yeah, no. Especially when you look at this show in particular and realize um, Chip and Gadget are voiced by the same actress. Yep. They're both voiced by Tress McNeil. Like, hmm. I don't know if that makes it more or less awkward. (laughs) Right. It's like... Oh my god. It's like, alright, this... This chipmunk wants to bang the crap out of this one mouse. You're going to voice both of them. So how does it feel? I'll just go fuck myself. 
Well, <laughs> literally. Right. Oh, man. That oh, jeez. Just... The awkwardness of the, whole, the entire thing. Dude, man, when you look Woo! at that. I know, right? When you look back at some of these cartoons and it's just like, wow, this is awkward. Very this much is so, so. awkward? I don't remember it being this awkward. Wow. <laughs> oh and that's the thing. Like, as we look more and more into these things and like the similarities and find out the voice actors are like one in the same oh, it just, man. like i didn't think about that as a kid but as an adult you look at that and i was like whoa shit okay mind blown thanks yeah mind blown and um mind fucked as well yeah awkward yes but i still want to fuck a mouse all right, and on that note, I think we're good for this week's episode. Um, <laughs> of course, catch us at geekrollorder.com for all the latest, greatest geeky content and media. Facebook.com slash geekrollorder. Look up Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram, both at geekrollorder. And of course, please sure to like, comment, subscribe. Give us that five-star review on all of the major podcast providers. And we'll see you next week, guys. Oh, Gadget, to come get some of this dick cheese. <laughs>